Tucson's Corner. I'm your host, Brad Rothwell. Why am I whispering? Well, because today we're going to be talking about the College of Whispers. The last of the Bard Colleges from Xanathar's Guide to Everything. The College of Whispers is, well, self-proclaimed on page 16 of Xanathar's Guide to Everything as the most hated Bard College. Well, because the College of Whispers is mostly about gain and personal wealth, and they don't care whose toes they step on to get there. As it reads, many other bards hate the College of Whispers, viewing it as a parasite that uses a bard's reputation to acquire wealth and power. For this reason, members of the college rarely reveal their true nature. They typically claim to follow some other college, or they keep their actual calling secret in order to infiltrate and exploit royal courts and other settings of power. Let's take a look at some of the features. At third level, you gain Psychic Blades and Words of Terror. For Psychic Blades, when you join the College of Whispers at third level, you gain the ability to make your weapon attacks magically toxic to a creature's mind. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack that's melee or ranged, doesn't specify which, you can expend one use of your Bardic Inspiration to deal an extra 2d6 psychic damage to that target. You can do so only once per round on your turn. The psychic damage increases when you reach certain levels in this class, increasing to 3d6 at 5th level, 5d6 at 10th, and 8d6 at 15th level. Now, unlike other abilities, you don't actually use your Bardic Inspiration die for this. You're marking off a use of Bardic Inspiration and using those 2d6 to determine how much psychic damage you're doing. So you can really pack a punch on your weapon attack, and it can be ranged or it can be melee. So let's look at Words of Terror now. At third level, you learn to infuse innocent-seeming words with an insidious magic that can inspire terror. If you speak to a humanoid alone for at least one minute, you can attempt to seed paranoia in its mind. At the end of the conversation, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC, or be frightened of you or another creature of your choice. The target is frightened in this way for one hour, until it is attacked or damaged, or until it witnesses its allies being attacked or damaged. If the target succeeds on its saving throw, the target has no hint that you tried to frighten it. Once you use this feature, you can't use it again until you finish a short or long rest. So what does it mean to be frightened? Well, a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. The creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So, if you make yourself the target, they can't move towards you, and as long as you're within eye shot, any attacks they make are at disadvantage. So, why would you make something other than you a target of their fear? Well, maybe you're luring them into a trap where they're going to be surrounded by a, a specific creature. And that way you can kind of box them in without having to set a trap or use like hold person or another spell like that. Words of Terror is pretty utilitarian. You can use it however you see fit. And in the long run, I can see a lot of different uses and advantages that you can create with that. Maybe you need them to insult somebody, and so you make that person the target of their fear. And so 
they go to this meeting and they see this person and all of a sudden uh, they get locked up with fear and they all they want to do is run away from that person. Now, Mantle of Whispers is an ability you gain at 6th level. You gain the ability to adopt a humanoid's persona. When a humanoid dies within 30 feet of you, you can magically capture its shadow using your reaction. You retain this shadow until you use it or you finish a long rest. So what good is a shadow? Well, you can use the shadow as an action. When you do so, it vanishes, magically transforming into a disguise that appears on you. You now look like the dead person, but healthy and alive. This disguise lasts for one hour until you end it with a bonus action. While you're in this disguise, you gain access to all information that the humanoid would freely share with a casual acquaintance. Such information includes general details on its background and personal life, but doesn't include secrets. The information is enough that you can pass yourself off as the person by drawing on its memories. Other creatures can see through the disguise, though. They need to succeed a Wisdom Insight check contested by your Charisma Deception check. Because of the shadow, you gain a plus 5 bonus to your check. Once you capture a shadow with this feature, you can't capture another one with it until you finish a short or long rest. So, so many uses. <laughs> we need to infiltrate that court. Okay, well, let's track one of the courtesans, kill him, and I'll take their shadow. Well, I mean, reskin that to whatever encounter that you need to gain access to. Or maybe you're gathering information. So you kill somebody that is in the know, or has, better yet, has access to somebody in the know. Because if you kill them, their secrets die with them. So maybe you assassinate one of their friends. Let's not say a close friend, because maybe that's a little too tough to pass off. But, I don't know. It's up to you. How challenging do you want it to be? And the same thing goes for your DM or GM. How challenging do you want to make it on your Whisper Bard to pass themselves off as another person? There are a lot of really fun role-playing opportunities with that. Now at 14th level, you gain the ability to weave dark magic into your words and tap into a creature's darkest fears with the Shadow Lore. As an action, you magically whisper a phrase that only one creature of your choice within 30 feet of you can hear. The target must make a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC. It automatically succeeds if it doesn't share a language with you or if it can't hear you. On a successful saving throw, your whisper sounds like unintelligible mumbling and has no effect. On a failed saving throw, the target is charmed by you for the next 8 hours, or until you or your allies attack it, damage it, or force it to make a saving throw. It interprets the whisper as a description of its most mortifying secret. You gain no knowledge of the secret, but the target is convinced you know it. The charmed creature obeys your commands for fear that you will reveal its secret. It won't risk its life for you or fight for you unless it is already inclined to do so. It grants you favors and gifts it would offer to a close friend. When the effect ends, the creature has no understanding of why it held you in such fear. Once you use this feature, you can't use it again until you finish a long rest. So this is another manipulating feature. And it lasts for eight hours. So that's a good long time that you can spend manipulating this creature or individual into doing your bidding. It thinks you know it's skeletons you know 
the skeletons in its closet are all coming out because you know, and it will do anything short of fighting and dying for you to preserve those secrets. Is this going to be useful in combat? Not so much, but out of combat, the possibilities are near endless of how you can use this to gain whatever it is your party needs to gain in well, a mostly civilized society, but even a you know, rampaging band of orcs or giants, you could use this. You can. You just have to be creative and clever with it. And as I've said before, that's one of the best things about Dungeons and Dragons is you get to make it your own. So I hope you have fun with the College of Whispers, and I hope this was helpful to you. Until next time, don't look behind you.